0: Welcome in everyone, to another edition of the Covenant Catholic coaches show. I'm Paul frishner alongside Coach Evison and as always coach thanks for joining us thanks for having me um first of all, we'll just start off with the thoughts on last week's game against Connor and going ahead and winning your district
1: yeah i mean obviously um that's the you know that's the that's the first goal i guess something you gotta kind of check off um you know we uh you know, and it's a really a good accomplishment and you know sometimes i think we you know, obviously, with our recent success, you know, maybe we, um, we take some things for granted, but I think that's something our team um, really focuses in on. Um, and you know, what, the one thing that I think, as you kind of look at things, I think our district is, uh, you know, one of the best districts in the state. Yeah. You know, from uh, from top to bottom. Um, you know, we got five teams in our district, and and four of those five teams are, I think, believe we're in the top twenty in our in our class, and. Um, you know, so and we had you know most of the year we had three of them in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so um, not I'm sure not many districts around the state at any class or um, has had that. So um, you know that you know gives a nice shout out to you know everyone in our in our district. But and again, our you know the fact that our guys were able to to win that um, you know is a, is a quite an accomplishment.
0: Yeah, and outside of the regular season, how do you like that you're winning the district in a playoff format now? You know, the trophy presentation on the field after the game. It's it's a little different.
1: It is a little different. It's um it's one of those things. I think you know talking around other coaches around the state. You know some people are trying to get used to it. Um you know like many things, some people don't like change, and you know we do have a new change up this year. And um you know heard a lot of you know pros and cons about you know about it. Um but bottom line, that's what it is. You know you got you got play it out, and um, so um, you know it is kind of. You know, it's kind of different, and, uh, you know, it is a true, you know, true district uh, of your own district. It's a, it's, it's a true district uh, championship. And so, getting into the
0: game, um, kind of the specifics of the game, last time you played against Connor at their place um, toward the end of the regular season, it was kind of a slow, methodical first half, a lot of penalties, and that was sort of the same way that this game started. It was a really long first mm-hmm. half. Some penalties mixed in there, but yet you still get that running clock before halftime. Did you feel like the game sort of played out the same way from that angle, or how did you see it? Uh,
1: uh Kind of similar, yes. Um, You know, obviously, you know, offensively when we score on the very first play. Yeah, that helps. Um, you know, <laughs> you, you get things going. Um, But, you know, you got to get – you know, obviously we knew that, uh, you know, Connor, especially with their quarterback, um, his ability to make plays, you know, every once in a while would, you know, would – you know, move the chains, they would move the chains, they would move the ball, and, um, you know, that's something like our defense is kind of a a bend but don't break type of defense um, at times, and uh, I think that's what, you know, we kind of had to play because, you know, they were dangerous, you know, when they have a a quarterback like that, they can be dangerous. So, um, you know, so we just, you know, I think it was a little bit maybe, a little bit slower paced, Uh, and then we did have some penalties. Again, it's one of those things where we're moving the ball and, um, some penalties, you know, force us, you know, we're going backwards. Um, and then we have to pick up those yards again. And, um, you know, very similar to that first game. And I think we we saw that again. And, you know, those are some things we got to clean up. And um, But at the same time, you know, it's just good to see our guys uh, not get rattled. Yeah. Not get rattled by that. Not get rattled by first downs. Um, our defense not get rattled when the team gets a first down. They just line up and say, all right, now let's get the three and out. Um, offensively, not get rattled when, you know, we have a big play, but all right, it's getting called back. Well, let's let's huddle up. Let's go on to the next play. Let's execute that one and go from there. So, um, you know, it's good to see I have our kids.
0: Yeah, it, it seemed like the game kind of lacked a little bit of a flow in I mean Michael Boydston goes and rips off a sixty yard touchdown on the first play and that sets a tone, but then like you sorta of just mentioned the penalties and it was a little choppy. Did you feel like that affected you at all in the way you wanted to play the game or is it just like hey look we got to fight through this and
1: yeah i don't think it much affected us um and again i think that gives a lot of credit to the kids of not getting wrapped up in all those things you know what i mean don't get wrapped up on things you can't control um you can't control the other team you can't control the officials um you can't control any of that stuff. So, um, you know, give credit to our kids for not uh, focusing on that, but just focusing on, hey, all right, what's the play call? You know, what are we doing? Let's uh, let's go execute.
0: You don't usually call a lot of timeouts in the first half. And if I remember right, you, I know you used one. You might have used two in the first half. And one of them that stuck out to me, you called a timeout, you brought the entire team together in the huddle, and you were doing like a 360 looking at every single guy, and talking to the entire team, what did you want to convey in that timeout? Because I felt like the game kind of changed from that point on.
1: Well, it's one of those things where, you know, we just had to um, just kind of handle our emotions a little bit better, you know. And, uh, you know, it was just a quick reminder, um, things that we've talked about all week um, of, you know, you get in the playoffs and you, you, you got to understand that every team, right, every team has seniors. Every team has, you know, is, you're at the end of the year. Um, for a lot of players, no matter if they're wearing our uniform or they're wearing some other uniform, you know, there's that there's that idea that man, this is gonna be the last time. This is gonna be the last time I ever play this game. Um, and that can go in a lot of different ways. Um, people can approach that in a negative way. People can approach that in a positive way. Um, you don't know. You can't control that. Um, so, the only thing you can control is how you're handling the situation at that point in time. So, just a quick reminder of no matter what the other team's doing, no matter what's going on, you have to keep your composure, you have to be under control, you have to do things the right way um, and, and, handle, and handle your business. And it was just a quick reminder there. Um, I think we were getting a little bit of um, falling into the, the kind of the emotional trap um, uh, at that point in the game. And, uh, you know, just we had to snap out of it. And our guys did that. Um, you know, they, they did that. And they, they focused back in on, on what they could control. And um, and then we were able to get the running clock before halftime.
0: Yeah, so you felt like you, they kind of responded to the message pretty well?
1: I do. I do. I think they – you know, I think they understand. All they need is a quick reminder. Our kids are obviously um, – you know, our, our kids are kids. You know, first of all, our kids are, are passionate about what they're doing. Um, they, they, they're intense and they're focused on – on uh you know trying to be the best version of themselves as as players and um you know, but their kids sometimes they get you know they get wrapped up in it and uh, it was just a quick reminder, and I feel like you know like I said, it kind of just snapped them back into back into all right, let's go um and uh and they took care of business and you just talked about how
0: it can be a seniors last game in a playoff game it is for the seniors on one side of the field it is their last game, and one of the seniors for connor Jared Hicks, who is Their game, I mean, he a huge playmaker for them, and you really – I felt like contained him well. He had some big plays, but it felt like you contained him well. Did you feel like you executed your game plan when you were looking at how you wanted to kind of keep him in check? Yeah,
1: yeah, we did. You know, obviously um, having seen him uh, a few weeks prior playing against him, and then, um, you know, we know obviously when we we prepare, you know, obviously you're looking at, all right, what did they – you know, what kind of success did they have? Um, and, you know, we, we noted that. Um, and then we looked at the, the last couple games um, uh, before. Actually, we really only had one um, because <laughs> of, the, of the bye. But, um, you know, what did they do the prior week um, to, you know, put up points um, to advance um, to the second round? Um, and so we had to make sure that, hey, these are the things that they're doing well right now that, you know, we need to make sure we're slowing down. Um, you know, obviously, I think cause sometimes a team gets in the, they get a they get in a comfortable position, or they or they feel like, hey, this is what's working for us. Let's continue to you know stick with our bread and butter. And um, you know, a lot of that went through him uh, yeah. as the quarterback. Um, so you know, we you know, and that's he's dangerous. You know, so we had to make sure we did uh, contain him, and I think our guys did a great job. Yeah, um, you know, they did a great job. And there's a it's always awesome to kind of see that you're working all week on especially specific uh, plays that they want to do or specific concepts that they're trying to get – trying to do. And you see that they're having success against other teams doing them, but then, you know, they're trying to execute that against us and our kids are just being disciplined and and, and doing what they're coached and and, – you know preventing those big plays it's it's fun to watch yeah
0: and when you get the running clock before the half that allows you a little bit of flexibility coming out after halftime and for the amount of running clocks you put on have put on in the first half this season you come out of the second half you can make the decision do you want to keep Caleb and the rest of the starters in do you how much do you want to let them rest those kinds of things what goes into your decision to say hey we're up by this many points but Caleb, I want to see you back out there versus resting him for the next week and getting some of the other guys' experience. How, take us through how you kind of handle that.
1: You know, it's one of those things. It's kind of like there's no um, – I don't think there's any kind of textbook on that. There's no uh, kind of written rules on, I think, on how – I think a lot of it has to go with how we're um, kind of at that moment, how we're feeling about things. Um, obviously, looking at the future, all those different things kind of go into play. Um you know, I think sometimes you know you don't want to be at a disadvantage later. You know, um, if you're trying to look into the future, you want to be at a disadvantage because you have been so successful. If that makes sense, yeah. You know, um, and so you, it's kind of one of those things where, but you also got to be smart. You know, it's, yeah. it's you know you're kind of kind of riding that yeah. riding the fence there on what to do, and um, you know you kind of want to be smart. You don't want to put our you know so. What we have done usually is obviously a lot of it comes down to understanding what we're calling, especially on the offensive side. Understanding what we're calling, um, to see, okay, you know, when do we start subbing guys out, when do we, you know, let you know, let this these guys come out of a halftime and get back into the flow of a game. Yeah. I think that's important. You know, coming out of the halftime, restretching, refocusing on all right, now it's the second half. And and doing that, and then, um, you know, sometimes we haven't allowed that. Sometimes we just kind of shut them down and start, you know, getting some of our younger guys in right away. Um, Other times we've had them start off um, in that third quarter and, you know, maybe get a series, maybe get a half a series, um, things like that. So, we've kind of played it both ways, and it's usually kind of a game. Yeah. In the the moment type of decision on where we're at um, in that particular night. So, Connor,
0: they put up eight points, which – is an incredible stat because that's the most points that you've allowed the second most points you've allowed all season which is crazy to think about that you haven't allowed more than one touchdown in any game except for Lex Kath. now I mean when you look at that as a coach you got to take a lot of positives away I mean granted it was a late touchdown that didn't have any effect on the end result of the game you got to look at this game and, and look at a lot of positives especially how I felt like some of those younger guys came in, and yes, they did score a touchdown on some of those younger guys, but it gets them that playoff experience to be able to kind of build that program going forward.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the very, very another important part of, you know, how do we handle this, you know, a running clock or a, um, you know, a, a, a large, you know, margin uh, uh, in the score. Um, how do you handle all that? And, uh, you know, and it is one thing that, you know, hopefully these guys are – are are getting some playing time. It's kind of crazy to think about. We actually talked about this the other day as a staff. Um you have a lot of your guys that are kind of like your your starting JV guys are they're not getting as many cause if you especially if you have the running clock, the running clock you're not going to get as many reps yeah. cuz the clock's running. But you know, now that we're in the playoffs it's a little different, but during the season, you know, they'd play a JV game and possibly get majority of the reps of the second half. You know, sometimes those guys are getting – playing more football than <laughs> the starting varsity guys, which, you know, in, in turn is good. You know, yeah. it's, it's good for them and it's good for, you know, for us to continue to um, to kind of grow those guys as individual players. So um, – but it's the truth of, you know, especially when during the regular season. Um, but that's important. You know, I think it is important to get those guys in there and, and you know, especially when the other team keeps their – keeps their uh you know, their their first string guys in. and it, it's a nice little challenge to our to our young guys.
0: So to wrap up, Connor here, what do you think was the biggest positive you took away from that? Uh,
1: you know, the idea of um staying focused, taking what we what we coach, knowing that all right, knowing that this is what they do well. Knowing that, uh, you know, this you know, we need to make sure that uh we can stop these things and these guys just executing. I mean yeah. these guys just taking that game plan and and executing it, and um, and doing it, and, and we've done that a lot all year. And I, I, can't, I can't say enough about these kids and um, how they are um, grasping and embracing um, the the coaching um, this season uh, in all areas, scheme wise, effort wise, um, all these different things that they're just, um, you know, they're 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 locked in. All
0: right. Well, I want to take a second and thank our corporate sponsors: Saint Elizabeth Healthcare, Global Business Solutions, Ortho Cincy, Barleycorns, U.S. Bank, Rumpke Waste and Recycling, Dbl Law, and Thomas Moore University. So now, in this part of the show, I want to get into the coaching staff today, and I want to kind of let you take a second to talk about the coaching staff, how you assign the different roles to the game, and what each coach prepares for, and. So many people throughout this season have talked about how successful your game plans have been and the game plans that your coaching staff has implemented and the guys have gone out there and followed. So just to take a second and kind of take us through how you prepare for a game with your coaching staff specifically and what each one of those guys have done this year.
1: Um, you know, first and foremost, I mean, I I can't say I'm much, uh, enough about these guys, you know, um, just, you know, high school coaching especially high school football coaching in general is it's just um it's i think sometimes underappreciated you know and and it, it goes back to the fact i mean the the hours that we have to put in um each week is just it's it's kind of unbelievable and the, and i ask a lot out of these guys and um obviously um the lack of anything that they get <laughs> financially is just it's it's almost embarrassing if you if you sit back and, uh, and think about it and, and and that's not just you know that's not my coaching staff that's that's high school football you know yeah. that's high school football in general um, so I can't say enough it is it is a it is a service um, as much as anything else these guys coming into volunteer service um, and I can't say enough about these guys about how much not only are they here, to work on the football part, but also work um, with these kids as individuals, not, not as football players, but just as young men. Um, they do a tremendous job, and I, I can't say enough about that. Um, when it comes to our preparation, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into it um, to kind of give everybody maybe a little bit of an insider uh, idea. It's like, there's one thing that, you know, when I became uh, a head coach, um, I was – I wanted to make sure that every single coach that I have at least has a, has a role, you know, they have a role, they know that role, specific role of what they're doing. Um, I think that's important. Yeah. You know, um, at the same time, they got to know that they got to kind of, they got to gotta understand some boundaries of, you know, what, why, you know, what your role is and, and what we got to do and, and focus on that. So, um, That's kind of what we do you know we break down everybody and everybody has specific roles that they have to do for preparation um, both offensively and defensively and special teams wise Um, um, i got two great coordinators and my defense coordinator and terry brown and my special teams coordinator and sam biting um, that kind of take those parts of the uh, the football game um, and those parts of the preparation and are the leaders they're the leaders of of, of what we're going to do. Um, they both communicate with me very well as the head coach to make sure that we're all on the same page, that um, I'm not, you know, I'm kind of seeing, I got kind of, as a head coach, I'm kind yeah. of seeing it all and making sure that, hey, we're, we're all on the same page and, um, you know, we're, we're going to attack this week um, exactly the way um, everybody in the staff room knows. Um, how we're going to attack it. So uh, that, that's kind of a little bit of the, how we prepare um, and, and go about things. And, uh, you know, in the end, by the, you know, before we start practice uh, on a Monday when the kids come back, you know, kids are off on Sundays. Um, when, they, when they come back on Mondays, as a staff, we all are on the same page. We all know. And we all got to know the scheme a little bit too. Like, it's not like, all right, well, I got to focus on just this part. You know, yeah. I might be focusing just on the opponent's run game and whatever, but you know they gotta they gotta focus on that because mm-hmm. that's their role in, uh, on breakdown. Um, but in the end, they gotta know exactly. Right, they gotta know how it all uh, how all goes. And for me, that's that's what I want out of these guys. You know, and that's what I think they want. You know, I I as a as a head coach, I want all these guys to become better coaches, not just for our program, but just for them. You know, uh, for them to you know who knows they might want to you know continue to um move on all right or you know can continue to i guess you know get a different position or or move up in the in the ladder of coaching um so you know that's one of my goals i think as a head yeah. coach too is to kind of continue to push them and, I, and that's who i want that's who we want on staff is someone who wants to continue to get better yeah at it and, you know i think sometimes guys are just like kind of just like to hang out which is great but at the same time is that so productive yeah uh, having guys that want to get better and uh you know want to get better at what they're doing and um so yeah and I think we have that in our, in our staff room
0: so when you look at the film on Saturday after the game on Friday you look at the film you break it down guys have off Sunday when they come back Monday you as a coaching staff and you're talking to the team and you're getting ready for practice are you just immediately you guys have started to prepare already you're going right into the next week's game or how does that kind of work
1: yeah i mean you know again when i talk about hours um you know obviously it's kind of easy you know people kind of see what our hours are on the weekday i mean obviously you know we we got teachers who teach all day and then they're here for practice and whatnot you got guys who are paraprofessionals that work all day you know come here for practice right and then usually you know we got to go home we we break down the 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 practice film there's more things that have to be done at home I mean it's it's well the family's got to be done at home too, somewhere <laughs> yeah in there too. You, you try right <laughs> um, you know that's why you know the football football families are special or a special group of people as well um, you know that you know the sacrifices they have to make so um, but that's what we're doing but what people don't understand it's like Saturday and Sundays and we're seven days a week yeah you know, we've been seven days a week since August first. Um, so we're seven days a week. So Sundays are, you know, kind of our most busiest days. You know, as coaching staff, so we, um, you know, that's what, you know that's what we're doing. We're putting the we're putting the game plan together. We're preparing everything. So, like I said, by Monday, we're all on the same page. You know, we're all we're all squared away. And now now we just gotta communicate that to our kids and get our kids ready to go.
0: All right, and looking ahead to tomorrow night's game, you're taking on uh, Madison Southern, who you have a little bit of history with. Uh, beat Madison Southern uh, a couple years ago for the state championship in 2017. Um, Madison Southern just beat East Jessamine 24-21. Some people call that a little bit of an upset, but they're coming here and be playing you guys tomorrow night. So looking at Madison Southern, what are kind of your first impressions of them?
1: Um, Just like we saw uh, two years ago, I think they're very, very well coached. Uh, I think they're very well coached. I think that we'll have, you know, Mike, you know, my anticipation they're going to have a they're going to have a plan um for for us for what we do and um for what we're trying to do against them so um you know after that you know i think they um you know they they got decent size up front um there might be one of the bigger um o-lines and d-lines that we've seen um all season um and then they got some they got a lot of talented skill so uh they got a little little bit of everything that we got to make sure that uh you know we can keep in keep in check as much as possible so um coming in and uh i think they're playing their best football you know and i think that's that's what every team wants to be doing at this time of the year um and i think that's obvious as you see how they've you know were able to uh BD's justman after um, not they're losing in the uh, regular season, um, and so now they're coming in and uh, you know they're playing good football, so we got to be ready to go. They, they score a lot of points; they average about
0: thirty-three points a game, but their defense gives up a lot of points—about thirty-two points a game. Um, when you see that a team gives up thirty-two points on defense, as an offensive coordinator, do your eyes kind of get wide open when you see that
1: number? I'll be quite honest I am not much of a stat guy You know I don't really like Looking at stats And saying okay You know I think sometimes On the defensive side Of the ball um, That's important Um, Especially if you say all right, do they have A go to guy Yeah You know are they trying To get You know Who are they targeting The most Things like that Or who do they want uh, The ball in whose hands At certain times So I think that really Comes in a little bit More play But on the other end I'm not much of a stat guy I'm more of a Let's watch film, you know, let's see what they're doing on film let's let's see who these guys are and then, and try to say, okay, you know what can you know what are what can we do right well what's the what do they do well with you know and all those things so um I wouldn't say like oh yeah they're like giving i I don't look at it that way it's like, hey, what can we do and can we execute you know a lot of the offenses can you know you it's on you yeah you know, so yeah. so that's how we approach it,
0: and then looking at um Madison Southern. It's a team that you haven't played this year, and it's a team from a part of the state that you're fairly on. Unfur- I mean, you haven't played them. And you're getting a new look, is what I'm trying to say here. You're getting a team that instead of the district and Northern Kentucky team, and it's guys that we were just talking about, where these guys grow up together and they see each other, you know, for their whole lives. Now you're getting a new scene. Do you feel like the guys? Do you feel like you as a coaching staff? Does that get you a little bit extra uh motivation excitement going into the
1: game i think so i mean i think for me personally i think i look back as a player um and obviously now as a coach um that that to me that's exciting you know it's like one of those things and and sometimes i tell our offensive guys of hey you know you gotta sometimes approach offense like you're you're putting on a show right? You gotta go out, you know, people always talk showtime, right? You know, yeah. Things like that. We're not much into like, you know, dramatizing <laughs> that aspect of it, but at the same time when you go out there, like, you're putting on a show, like, you know the script, yeah. right? You know what we're trying to do. Let's just go out and do it, and so when, you know, whoever's here to watch it, whoever's here to listen to it, you know, they're, they're gonna be like, yeah, those guys, you know, those guys are putting on the show, they're doing what they're doing, so, um, for me, it's like, you know, hey, there's a new audience. You know, no matter what it is, be it the the opposing team, the opposing whatever, um, so to me, I think I get you know I get excited. I think our kids do too. I think they get they do get excited. And hey, you know, um, it's just like very similar to the to preseason. Yeah. Think, yeah, you know, preseason we we're you know beating up on each other for weeks. You know, yeah, and we're like, hey, you know, when's you know people say you know when's the new blood coming in? Yeah. Um, you know, and so you know, it's 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 very similar to that.
0: Well, coach, best of luck tomorrow. Thank you very much uh, for coming on with us today. And kickoff tomorrow, seven o'clock. 10, 10, right, Just make sure 7, 10. seven o'clock tomorrow, right here at Covington Catholic. Um, you can listen to the broadcast. Drew and I will have it for you starting right before 7 o'clock right here on Mixler. Again, if you're listening live on Mixler right now, you can go back. If you missed the beginning, any part of the show, or if you just want to re-listen to it, uh, The this will be uploaded as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor. It uh, goes out to a few other places, too. Just search the Colonel Athletic Network, and all that will come up. Uh, thank you for listening. Coach, thanks for coming on. Thank you for
1: having me. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank you.